right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. With me, it's the four-man football crew. It's Grant, it's Connor, it's Dylan. We are back. We only have two more of these. Two more of these podcasts. We're almost done with football. Football's almost in the rearview mirror. It's going to be basketball season. It's going to be kind of depressing, honestly. Uh, but let's talk about last week real quick. I, myself, other people on this podcast did very well predicting last weekend. I, myself was horrendous. I was off on every single game. Every single game I was off. I, I'll, I'll just let you start off, Dylan. Well, hats off to Coach Peterson kicking that field goal. I mean, who who did that save? Because that saved me big time. When the announcer the even only, said there the was a hint of them. Right. Yeah, and when the, when the announcers even said there was a hint of them doing that, going down, kicking the field goal, trying the onside kick, I was like, ah, yep, there it is. That's what I like to hear. So... That that was a tough one. I was hoping the Jaguars would win, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be inter- they have an interesting one this week that we'll talk about. They didn't. Uh, the Jags game was interesting. They didn't take advantage whenever Mahomes went down. They let Henny, you know, Henny oh. drive the drive on that ninety eight yard touchdown drive, which he didn't do much of the work. But still, if you got Chad Henny pinned on the one yard line, you know, uh, you got to Mi- you have to get a stop. Michigan men just do it differently. It's it's hard to stop. Of course. Them. Of course. Yeah, no, uh, Doug Peterson loves to cover. That was uh, – I, I was big on two spreads this week. The Jags I got right, and then the uh, Cowboys let us all down. So those are, those are my two this week. Yeah, pub- public announcement over here, boys. I apologize. I am the reason why the parlay did not hit. And, it, of course, it had to be on the last leg too. It's always like that, huh? It hurts. Like it always gets to that point. So I apologize to the crew. I apologize to the, the people that tailed us. But I felt like it was the right play. It, that one hurt for sure. Because the sad part is, I was on the money with literally every other play I had this entire week. I was on the money with the Eagles. I had a feeling like they were going to roll, and they totally did. I was on the money with every other game I basically played, yep. except for the one I put in the parlay. So I do apologize. Very unfortunate, but it is what it is, boys. We ride again. The The Saturday games feel like weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. It does. It really yeah. does. We're recording right now Wednesday at like 6.30 Eastern. That feels like... Uh, that Jags game especially yeah. <laughs> it feels like it happened a month ago. <laughs> uh, I had Jags plus I had Jags plus nine and a half. I just you know we had it in the parlay and I was like you know what I like it. And then I hit some anytime touchdowns in that one. Had nothing in the Eagles Giants game. Nothing. I went to a comedy show. I didn't even watch the game and I'm glad I didn't watch it. I watched I rewatched it later on. Well, then, actually, we we all I didn't miss much. We all watched the comedy show too. It's called The Giants Trying to Score. So uh <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't miss too much there, Carter. If, exactly. if I can say real quick, the, the biggest loser of last weekend, if you ask me, Minnesota Vikings. They just showed who they were by losing to that Giants team. Yeah. It was that was not good. I mean, we, we labeled it the fraud yeah. off, and it seemed uh, been, seemed pretty spot on, on. Yeah, we've been on this. We've been on this. I think we knew it. We bet against them, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's no surprise. That's honestly why I was so high. Like, not so high, but I felt like the Eagles were going to roll just because the Giants had only beaten the Vikings so far in the playoffs. So it wasn't like they even right. had a win. And to be honest, I feel like every team that's there now, like we kind of expected the teams that are here now to be there pretty much except for the Cowboys, right? I think we thought that was the kind of the flip with the 49ers. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty much been chalk, right, for everybody else. So they're, they're where they're supposed to be, com- you know, compared to what they did in the regular season. The only other team I would say that should have maybe been there was the Buffalo Bills. I was surprised that how flat they came out, honestly. Like, I feel like preseason they were they were the team in the AFC. And even, like, throughout the year at different points, people were like, oh, the Bills are the team to beat. You know, is Josh Allen better than Mahomes? I'm not so sure Josh Allen's any better than Joe Burrow, like, according to the last half of the season. So – I don't know the way the way they came out. 
is just flat, and I really expected more, especially with like the whole emotional part with Demar Hamlin and everything. But uh, it just looked like they weren't ready. There, there seems to be like there's going to be some trouble in paradise. Stefan Diggs did not look happy at all that game. I mean, there, there were visible times where he was like going like yeah. this to Josh Allen, and that might not end up end up too well. Yeah. Now, I is was Mike very McCarthy about that game? Is, is Mike McCarthy losing his job? I mean, because that's all I'm hearing on the talk shows is is are, are we firing Mike McCarthy for it, the Cowboys? Feels any other team, feels any other team or franchise with with a coach with that record of the last couple of years, this wouldn't even be a topic of discussion. But it's just because Jerry Jones Absolutely. and the Cowboys. So, yeah. Okay, well let's talk about the Cowboys real quick. If Sean Payton's an option and you, the Saints say, hey, we want a first round pick and a third round pick, let's say for Sean Payton, do you fire Mike McCarthy and bring in Sean Payton? I say yes. No. I mean, how much how much better is Sean Payton than Mike McCarthy on paper? I know he's a better coach, but is it worth a first round pick? Yeah, like McCarthy has not been horrible. He's been good. He's had double. Mike McCarthy is a coach for any other team in this in the league, and their fan bases are thrilled with what he's done. It doesn't matter if they're leaving in the divisional round. I mean, they're they're getting there just because he doesn't win a Super Bowl doesn't mean he's a bad coach. I brought but it up as a joke. You, how how do the Cowboys? How do the Cowboys make it to the next level? Then how do they get to the point where they are a Super Bowl contender? Quarterback play. Well, the not, Niners were not just have to play the best honestly. team in the NFC in the divisional round. Yeah, um, I don't think the season is disappointment no. for the Cowboys. Like I think they out they overperformed expectations. You really want to get rid of Mike McCarthy? I just think the potential of Sean Payton might outweigh what Mike McCarthy can do, and. Look, obviously none of us know, and obviously Mike McCarthy had a good year. You cannot do that. You can't fire him. You can't get rid of him and say we're bringing in Sean Payton. The dude definitely, he did what he should have done this year. He got them to the divisional round one possession away from going to the NFC Championship game. You really can't say, like, you have to fire him. But I think about it if I'm Jerry Jones. I definitely think about it. You, if you get rid of Dak before you get rid of McCarthy. That that's my opinion. You you go get another quarterback that's not going to turn the ball over. And that's the other problem. That's the other thing is like, do you swing for the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes? Mm. But they're but, not getting rid of Dak. They're not. But they're not going to get we'll into go to, we'll you know. And Aaron Rodgers probably isn't going to play with Mike McCarthy. They won't trade him. To, yeah. They won't trade him to the NFC though. They said well, that's another NFC, point too. Right. Yeah. But anyhow, I thought I I'm not going to lie. I thought the Cowboys Niners game was boring to me. I was bored watching it. It's real football. That that's yeah. That's it's Big real Ten football. football. That's what it was. <laughs> it's real football. Yeah, it's Big, it's Big Ten football. Uh, just hard nose, smash mouth. Just you know, put your fingers in the dirt and let's let's uh, under by but, ten yeah. points. There, yeah, that, that's why it's <laughs> that's real, football, real football. Ah, there it is. Okay, I got you. Uh, Bengals Bills though. I was so wrong on this game. I was so wrong on this game. Like I just believe the line movement. I think it got up to six at closing. And you're just like, oh my gosh, it has yeah. to be the Bills. And you're right. You mentioned it, Connor. They came out so flat and just something has to change in Buffalo this offseason. I don't know if it's a new offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's new weapons they bring in, offensive line. Something has to change in Buffalo because otherwise they're going to get caught in this no-man's land where they're going to make it to maybe a couple AFC championships, but they're never going to sniff the real thing. Well, I've heard a lot of people say that or even just, you know, suggest have they missed or are they about to miss their window? Because, you know, I feel like last year might have been one of their best chances. I, I don't know. It, it seems like 
they should have had all the advantage in the world in that game with all the extraneous stuff with DeMar Hamlin, being in their home stadium, the weather, you know, they're used to that weather. It's Buffalo. You know, I thought they'd be used to that. But it really looked like Cincinnati was the ones that were were ready for it, really. It, it, like you said, it was shocking. Last thing I'll say about that game, they only scored one touchdown, and it was Josh Allen. Yeah. So. All the match. All the match. So, so we'll – you know, I'm not bad. I'm not thing, bad. Uh, regarding the, the the Buffalo Bills, I mean, their GM insinuated basically the Bengals are where they are because they're not paying Joe Burrow a lot. They're not paying a receiver a lot, right? Like as the Bills are, right? So he's like, oh yeah, we don't have the luxury with who we're paying. But I'm also like, yeah, but <laughs> like at the end of the day, man, like this is where you are. Like that's not an excuse, right? So I think you're right. The window is closing on them because again, they are paying so much money. To quarterback to step on digs things like that um but at the end of the day it's it's you just got to win like that, that's you can use all the excuses in the world like yeah you can say your cap is hit by quarterback and wide receiver paying them out but like what they produced on the field was not indicative of who they've been this entire year i think that's what's so frustrating to watch but in saying that i was on the Bengals on here i don't think i'm not sure if i was the only one that was like yeah i'm not buying into that i'm literally going straight up right like with the og I stayed off <laughs> yeah I, I, stay, I, I stay at least on it, right? But um, with the Bengals. But yeah, it's just interesting how the Bengals are taking control of the AFC. Like, if they win against the Chiefs, I know, like, I've seen the talk show talk, talk about it, but like, that's two years in a row. I mean, that's dominance. That's impressive. 4 0. 4 0 against yep. the Chiefs if they, if they win this weekend. The, with the Bills, I don't. It's, it's funny to me because in the beginning of the season, I think of them as like a juggernaut, and there's no way that this team can lose. Their defense is so good. Josh Allen's is. He's Josh Allen, and they just keep losing in the big spot. And I, I, I hate to bring it back to Dallas, but no one's talking about McDermott's job. They're in the yeah. same spot the Cowboys have been in the last two years. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Does Is Diggs just frustrated in the moment? Does he want to go somewhere else? That's going to be a talking point sometime soon. And the Bengals, like, you know, since the middle of the season, I've been pretty high on this team. Their defense is better than what people give them credit for. It's going to be an interesting game this week. I, I wasn't on the Bengals to win, and there was a point where I was like, okay, maybe the Bills start to come back here a little bit. Yep. They just they just never did last week. Sneaky big loss that not a lot of people have talked about is Von Miller not being able to play for this game. That's why they signed mm. him. They signed him for a game like this, you know, a yeah. game against a, a, a heater, a team on a heater in Cincinnati. Can you bring that pressure off the edge against Joe Burrow? I feel like not having that, especially against their banged-up offensive line they had, I think that was like sneaky big. The whole right side was out, and and Burrow still found time to make the pass. Like that's what's amazing to me is the we've I don't I don't want to say we've made excuses for Joe Burrow, but the thing has always been he doesn't have the offensive line. Well, he really didn't have it last week, and he still yeah. was able to put up twenty seven points. I want to ask y'all real quick before we move on. The second touchdown pass to Jamar Chase that they ended up calling incomplete, complete BS. Right? He ha- he had control of it long enough. Yep. And then when he hit, oh, I, I I think it was a touchdown. Was that the back of the end zone? Yeah. Yep. I oh, I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my I head. I think in almost any other year that's a touchdown, but because we're like, you I know what I'm so saying? Too. Like the reviews are so in depth now, that's what's causing this. Yeah. Like, oh. I know you have to have a rule, but yeah, yeah. It, it is great. I'm with you, Connor. If I had bet the Bengals, then I would have said that's egregious. That should have been a touchdown. <laughs> those those refs should have been in prison. If I if potentially not saying I did or not, but let's say I had the Bills, I was very pleased with that call and thought the officials did their job very very well i thought they went by the letter of the law so naturally yeah yeah of course. exactly of course all right let's talk about the playoff game philadelphia 
San Francisco. San Fran in Philly. Philly's minus two and a half, over under 46 and a half. What a, this is a weird line. I thought this would be like minus one, maybe a pick 'em. I think it opened at one and a half for Philly. Yeah. I'll let I'll let Grant start here. Grant, what what's the play here? Because I'm in a pretzel. Like my my normal instinct would say, let's go with the San Francisco 49ers. They're a complete team. Kyle Shanahan. And I know you're not a Brock Purdy guy. He's done all right. Like, that's a tough de- Cowboys defense. Yes. He made the throws when he was supposed to make the throws. I mean, I, it feels a lot like when Brock Osweiler took Denver to the Super Bowl, basically. And Peyton Manning was just there. It, it was that, that whole season. It kind of feels like that Broncos season for some reason. If this gets up to three, I think you have to go to the San Francisco 49ers. Am I right? No. This is Ooh. this is where the Niners fall, bro. Uh, this is me though, right? Like I, I know you guys are. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll be the I'll be the only one here. Like, look, here's the deal. The Niners defense, I'm absolutely in love with, bro. I think it's like some of the most beautiful defensive play I think I've ever seen in my entire. Like, just how they play, how fast their linebackers are, how fast they are in coverage. Like, they're incredible. They can they can blitz you. They can disguise it. They can do so many different things. So I absolutely love it. I just really like this Philly team, man. I've really liked them the whole year. I believed them last week to be able to cover big spreads. They're just a dominant team. They they jump on you early. And again, I think that's what's going to be Brock Purdy's Achilles heels. If they can get up early somehow, again, I know it's a stretch going against the San Fran defense, but if they can blitz you like they like they've been blitzing a lot of for not and I don't mean blitzing as in defensive blitzing, but like jumping on them early. If they can jump on the team early, I really do think it's gonna be a very tough task for a kid in the NFC championship game. To bring them back, so I know I mentioned Kamal Shades, like or I know I mentioned like Shades of this last week with the 49ers and Cowboys, but I really do believe, like I said, in this Eagles team, what they've been doing. So I'm going to be hammering the Eagles personally. Like I said, I could just be going against the grain again and again and again and just beating into submission until they, you know, reach the Super Bowl and maybe even win it. But I'm gonna, you know, like I said, I'm all I'm all over the Eagles in this game. So so l- let me let me bring up a counterpoint here. You say that the Eagles are gonna get off, you know, get off quick and Purdy's not gonna be able to catch up. How they're not gonna be able to run on the 49ers. You think Jalen Hurts is gonna air it out? I think look, I think they're gonna be able to score. I don't know how his, ar- his arm looked all right last week. Look, I think they're gonna be able to put up points. I know that this is not this defense is legit. Like I said, that's the one thing I absolutely love about this San Fran team is like their defense is it is so good. It is so good. It's fun to watch. It's it's a fun football. Um, I'm just trusting the complete team again over maybe the not so complete team. Like the 49ers on offense have so many advantages. I get it, like wide receiver and running back in a lot of different areas. But the problem is the quarterback play just comes out in the end. I trust Jalen Hurts over. I again, I'm going back to the well. I just trust the quarterback over what they got over there, even with whatever Kyle Shanahan's going to be able to do. We've talked about it a lot on the Carter Cast. You know. Brock Purdy hasn't been asked to do too much. He's just had to slide right in with all these weapons, everybody healthy, and just play his role. Eventually, he has to be, like, something has to be put on his shoulders eventually, right? Eventually, he has to be in that position. Like, he has to be the one to make the play. He has to make this throw. Maybe they're not winning. Maybe they're down two with a minute left, and he has to lead that drive. He has to have that moment eventually, right? So I just don't know if I feel comfortable with him stepping up to the plate like that with all the inexperience. Like, he's been damn near perfect so far. But it, it's just and, – and you know what? Maybe we'll die on that hill maybe, and maybe he'll never have one of those moments and he'll just be able to coast right to a Super Bowl win, and that's how good the rest of the team is. But it, it makes it hard for me to take the 49ers. It, it makes it hard. So I might just stay away from the spread. I'm on the under right now. Shout out, Dylan. So 
I disagree with you guys big time, but I agree with you on one thing, and that's actually one of my picks for the weekend. Brock Purdy under 220 and a half passing yards. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles pass defense, like you guys have said, has been it's been amazing. I think they're allowing the second least amount of pass yards uh, total for the regular season. And Brock Purdy's only gone over that number three times. The three times he's gone over it, it was against the Raiders, Seattle in the wild card round, and Washington. So, you know, he plays these good pass defenses. He's not having as much success. I disagree with you guys big time because the Eagles do have one weakness, and it's their rush defense. If you think they're going to be able to stop McCaffrey or even Juszczyk, if they hand him the ball at all, they're going to get outplayed at the line. I mean, it's going to be... Go ahead. I'll, I'll go. Use check anytime touchdown. You you just kind of tickle me. I mean, that's true too. He's going to muscle his way in. McCaffrey's going to muscle his way in. They're going to beat this team down, and I don't think Purdy's going to have to throw the ball for the 49ers to win. And Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell looked good. Too. Yeah, he had a little, he had a little spring in his step. Yeah, they, you they can, got the guy. You can run Debo Samuel without without passing him the ball. They have plenty of options. And then the 49ers defense. If you think that that the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball at all you're sadly mistaken. They're going to have to air it out. And Jalen Hurts has, I think he's went over 250 yards four times this season. I think, let me see, I had it pulled up. It was against the Bears, the Titans. I know the Titans pass defense. It's not good. Uh, The Steelers, they're all right. The Commanders and the Vikings. So yeah, Jalen Hurts can pass the ball, but look who he's passing it against. It's not the 49ers. True. That's true. I I, I don't know where, which way to go with this one. Like I feel like I'm going to be on the wrong side no matter what. I'm not going to take anything on the spread or total in this game. It's going to be an anytime touchdown thing. I think I may just ride Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown and have fun watching the game. Like Just just go so chalk in this game and just have fun. Just ride with it. Um, you mentioned Kyle Juszczyk, right, Dylan? Mm-hmm. Anytime touchdown is 1,300. I don't. I'm going to write that down. I don't hate that. First touchdown, 6,500. So put that in the oh, tickler man. file. Put that in the tickler file. You don't think they line up in a – they can either pound in with him or line up in a big jumbo package and Purdy rolls out, boot to the right, you check wide open in the flat. Can't you just picture it, Carter? Can't you just picture I, it? I can picture it. I, I will say, picture boys, the Mormon money line I will parlor. say, if, Anyhow, if Shanahan is able to take this team and win a Super Bowl with Mr. Ir- Irrelevant, bro – I don't know how he's not the greatest offensive mind in the in the world. If Purdy wins, Trey Lance has to be done in oh, San Francisco, wow. right? If Purdy wins Super Bowl, Trey Lance. I mean, what do you do? But like, what do you do? Keep both. Trade of them. him at that point. You have to. <sighs> no, you keep him. Why not? He, Trey Lance is on no money. Why not keep him? Why? Why would you get rid of him? You have two quarterbacks. Yeah, this is a like dream. Seventeen first rounders for him, bro. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, keep him. Awful. Just keep them. There's no point. Fair. I wanted to bring up this point, and then we'll move on to the next game, is that this is one thing I'm worried about if I were to take the 49ers, is are you worried Brock Purdy going into Philadelphia on the road? A lot of the games he's played in have been in San Francisco. He's played on the road at Seattle, and he's played on the road in uh, Las Vegas against the Raiders. Right. Are we worried about Brock Purdy in this rowdy Philly crowd? This is going to be the loudest yes. crowd we probably see all season. Yes. It's going to be insanity in Philadelphia. Yes. You make a great point. It's not going to matter. The game is not going to rest on Brock Purdy's shoulders. That's what it comes down to. It's not going to be up to him to but, win the game. But, 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 
But what if it is? Like, what if it does? What if it comes to a point, like Connor said, down to a minute, he's got to drive down the field and get a field goal? Do you trust Brock Purdy in that environment to get it done in the NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl? You're putting your everything on Mr. Irrelevant. I think it's more trusting Kyle Shanahan to get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. You know, quick screens, quick slants. Like, that's more what it's about. I don't think they're going to ask Brock Purdy to do too much. But maybe, maybe it's more of like, okay, you just can't make a mistake. You okay. just can't throw this okay, game-sealing pick or something. Let's say the Eagles get up early, go up 7-0, 49ers go 3-0, and out, and then Eagles go down, go up 10-0, 14-0. Can Brock Purdy come back and win that game? Well, then you live so at the Niners. What are the what are the odds of that even happening? Like, I, I you guys are you guys are talking like this is a for sure thing that's going to happen. I'm telling Jalen Hurts is not going to be able to throw I'm the ball. What if he's not going to be able to? That's what it comes but down he to. He can run the ball very well, though. It doesn't matter. The 49ers are the best run defense in the league. They can try to run the ball all they want. They're not going to be able to. That's also true. That's I'm, also I'm true. I'm not convinced, bro. I'm going. I'm going Eagles, boys. I can't. I'm going either side. I'm I'm chickening out. If I had to pick, I would say the 49ers just because my uh, pick before the playoffs was Chiefs Niners. I'm I'm officially taking Purdy under passing yards. I'm taking the under in this game. Grant, how about a little under bet? If the 49ers win, I'll give you money line. If they win, you got to take the under in the Super Bowl. Oh. Oh, No, no, you have to bet heads. You have to bet heads instead of tails. Yeah, I'll give you your choice. You got to take heads for the coin flip or bet the under in in the Super Bowl. heads all day, bro. And then I'll I'll do whatever you want me to do. Okay. Gatorade color. Yeah, Yeah, Gatorade color. Or over on the uh, National Anthem or something stupid like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll figure that out on the Super Bowl prop show. But, uh, all right, that that Eagles-Niners game is going to be awesome. It's going to be dope. All right, let's move on real quick, get this pulled up. Sunday, the 6.30 Eastern kickoff, Cincinnati at Kansas City. We don't know Patrick Mahomes' real status. He's probably going to be like 60%. It, it's weird. We saw the line movement. It opened up. I think some places had like Chiefs minus two and a half, two. And now it's Chiefs plus one. Bengals are favored. Over under is 47. Dylan, I know you have a strong opinion about this one. Talk to me. It, <laughs> I really. The thing is, I, I don't. I, I wish so. I have an AFC or the Bengals to win the AFC ticket. It's uh, twelve to one, and I wish I didn't have it because I feel like I'd have a stronger opinion. I just ended up taking the Chiefs when they were plus money to to hedge it. So, I mean, the Chiefs' defense has been bad all season, but their offense makes up for it. the The way that I described it to myself today in my brain is that the Chiefs' offense it relies very heavily on. Kelsey they have to set up that connection first get the Bengals to double team Kelsey and that opens up uh, Juju Smith-Schuster it opens up their other receivers the Bengals don't have to do that they have three arguably I would say the top receiving core in football and they can go to any of them at any time they might lean towards Chase but really Higgins and Boyd are fine receivers I I don't know I I like the Bengals here it's crazy that we got from the Chiefs being minus Three minus two and a half to plus two and a half some at some time yesterday, and uh, and Ridiculous. we're coming back. But my, my official play, it, it pains me to say it, the Bengals defense against tight ends isn't great. They're giving up about fifty yards per game to tight ends. Uh, but Kelsey at this point, his numbers are just going to be overinflated because everybody's going to be taking Kelsey score touchdown. Kelsey over. I am yeah. going to go Noah Gray over eleven and a half receiving yards. He had one reception when they played earlier this season for 15 yards. 
And there there has not been many games he's gone under 11 and a half. So even if it's going to be two or three receptions, I think he can get it. But I want the Bengals to win. And at and after that game last week where Kelsey had, what, 14 receptions, you don't think the Bengals saw that and they're going to be like, you know what, screw it, we're going to you know hit him on the line scrimmage or put two guys on him and make somebody yep. else beat us. You don't think they're going to do that? And Mahomes loves spreading the mm-hmm. ball around. So I think some of those low props, like, oh, 11 yards for this guy, or maybe like a Justin Watson, I don't even know what his number is at, but like those guys, maybe one big catch and you've already hit the prop. Exactly. So he loves spreading the ball around. So I like, I like that play a lot. Uh, Grant, what do you have on this game? Oh, boys. I'm Ryan Joe Burrow, as nice. I did last week. I'm not tricked by it. I'm not overthinking it. I'm just going to go with the man with the cool – plus, like, a high ankle sprain is no joke, dude. Like, as much as I'd love to say that, it's not going to be a factor. I feel like a high ankle sprain is no joke. And I know injuries, again, we talk about, like, injuries and when players are out, how much the line shifts. I didn't really, I didn't really mess with the line last week when the Bengals were shifting a ton, you know, towards the Bengals. I'm not going to mess with this. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm, I'm hammering Bengals and Eagles this week. Those are my two plays, and I can live with that. I can live with Bengals losing because, like I said, they're just that team, man. They have the Chiefs' number. They know what they're doing, and like I said, I trust Joe Burrow at the end of the day. And uh, right before this podcast, actually, I saw a video of Pat Mahomes at the press conference walking off stage, no boot, no limp, just galloped right off the stage down three stairs. So. I don't know. How much know. how much Tylenol do you think that Reed had him take beforehand? He's like, you cannot look injured when Tylenol. You... Is that what they're calling it? Tylenol. tylenol. Yeah, they're calling it tylenol. tylenol. We're getting horse pills and <laughs> Yeah, they got him on ketamine or something up there. I mean Are we sponsored by Advil or, or uh you know Tylenol in here. We're, we're sponsored by the CVS brand of uh, Oh, okay, okay. Great value brand of uh, Tylenol, whatever that is. Give us some leave. Ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, what do you have on this one? Yeah, um, Whenever the line started shifting a lot, I took the Bengals at plus 100. So I got Bengals right there on the money line. I'm sticking with that. I'm not going to back down from that. I like Joe Burrow. I think they're clicking right now. And there's just a lot of questions surrounding the Chiefs. Like, if they do end up doubling Kelsey or somehow limiting him, not taking him out of the game, but limiting him, who else is going to be that guy? Like, this is off the top of my head. Last week, I don't think a Chiefs receiver other than Kelsey, like, I'm looking at the stats right now. There wasn't a chief receiver. Tony had five catches. Nobody else had more than two. And Tony's catches were all like screen passes. So, like, who else is going to beat them? Like, I know Mahomes loves to spread the ball around, but if they take Kelsey out of the game, I'm not convinced Mahomes is going to beat beat them with anybody else. I don't know. I like the Bengals here. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a good game. It's also but, – uh, I know I, you guys like your overs. It's worth mentioning the last, the last three times that these teams have met, Mahomes and Burrow being the quarterbacks, the totals have been 51-51-63. And we're looking at 47.5 right now. I, I did take yep. that. I'm not going to, you know, advertise anybody put a lot of money on that. But just because, you know, the last three times, it, it'd be kind of silly not to. Is anybody surprised that Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown is almost even odds? The Bengals, I think the Bengals have allowed two you, touchdowns yeah. to tight ends this year. A lot of yards, not a lot of touchdowns. Okay. Well, that, 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 that might explain it. Uh I don't know about this one, man. Like last week, shot my confidence so much in picking games where I like I, I have everything I touch, everything I feel is wrong. Like it was such a bad <laughs> week for me. Carter, what does your heart tell you? My my heart tells me Patrick Mahomes is just going to get it done, but then my mind is telling me he's hurt. He's got a high ankle sprain. Joe Burrow always wins in these. Is so freaking good in these 
big-time moments. So is Jamar Chase. And Joe Burrow, time and time again, just continues to prove everybody wrong. And Dylan's mentioned it countless times on this podcast throughout this season. The Bengals have the Chiefs number, which scares me. Do I want to bet on Andy Reid winning a big playoff game? Like, yes, he won the Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. But he's also blown so many big-time playoff games. Do I want to go with that? Or do I just say, you know what, man, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, I bet they're going to shoot him up with every single kind of medication, pills, whatever they have to make sure he's he's all right. I don't know, man. I, part of me, what what's end up going to happen, it's probably going to be I take like an anytime touchdown and I take the over, take a blind over and just have fun watching the game. That's Because I, like, I don't feel comfortable either side of the spread because everybody and their mother is on the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Because they're like, what if Trey, what? what if Trey Hendrickson nails Pat Mahomes? What if Trey Hendrickson nails Pat Mahomes? He rolls an ankle again, and then he's out for the game. Like yeah, that one but, play, and he's done. But let's say Chris Jones destroys this weak Bengals offensive line and injures Joe yeah. Burrow. We could say the same thing there. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It just it's scary. It's a scary game. It's a scary game. I'm on the you, Bengals though. I I lean. I really lean Bengals. I'm not taking a side. I'm going over. Uh, I. I I hate betting against Patrick Mahomes, and then also I don't want to take the Bengals because the my Super Bowl prediction, Chiefs Niners, gonna ride with it. That's a hedge. Taking the Bengals is just a hedge. No, hundred percent. No, hey hey, no hedge here, no hedge here. I had um, every chance to hedge out of the parlay. I had every chance to hedge out of that parlay. We knew we, Connor's texted me. Connor's texted me nonstop. We should hedge, bro. We need to hedge. Get out of this parlay, bro. It's not hidden. He's he's. I'm not confident about the Cowboys. I said no, dude. We can't. We can't do that to the people. We can't do that to the great listeners of this podcast. We have to ride this out. We lose. We lose. We lose with everyone. We we don't. We don't. We don't wuss out of this stuff. We go in there. The no Cowboys. Hedge. When the Cowboys went up a few points early, I had the option to cash out. I think the, the total payout for winning the parlay, I put in 10 in, it was like $160. I had, I had the option to cash out for 110 in the second quarter. I was like, Ooh. I was like, man, Carter, maybe, I, was maybe like, I need you to do have it. Done that. I was <laughs> like, Carter, I need to just do it. <laughs> and then Carter was like, no, dude, like we're riding. Carter was like, I'm not hedging. We're riding. Cowboys are bro, that's, it? that's definitely not worth it. <sighs> yeah, so I let it ride for the for the, for the culture, for the podcast yeah, see, culture. Last no, thing on the Bengals. No hedge here, but, baby. Last thing on the Bengals. There was a sneaky that I didn't expect, a sneaky underdog factor to them. Like, did you see the interview after the game where Joe Burrow was like, better send those refunds for the neutral site game? Like, I didn't know they had that kind of underdog mindset. What's, so surpri- like What's surprising oh. is that, like, people were making fun of that. Like, oh, you really think the Bengals are going to use this as bulletin board material? Yes. And then they actually use yeah, it as bull- bulletin board material. Like, that's why yep. Bill Belichick is a mastermind at all this is because he will not give teams any sort of bulletin board material. He, If he was playing the Panthers this week, he would say Johnny Hecker belongs in the Hall of Fame. Just all constant praise so they just feel yep. good, and then, bam, we kill them. That, I'm like – that's why these media members, I sometimes get frustrated because they're like, oh, they're NFL players. They, they don't really care about that stuff. But then, like, you come they out do. in the press conference, they care. They look for any motivation. Great ones do. The great ones do. Jordan, right? That's the whole Jordan thing. He's like, he would make up fabric. Jordan Madsen. Yeah, he would fabricate stories to be mad at people, right? Like, that's what, that's why I love Joey Burrow because, like, Joe Burrow is the kind of guy that he's not only going to be, like, offended by something and, like, take it to heart and, like, actually care about it, but then he backs it up. Like, he doesn't, like, let it, like, blind him like blind rage or anything like that. Like he actually gets the job done. I don't know, man. I just I right. trust him as a quarterback, man. He does, he gets the job done. It's hard, it's hard for me not to put money against, like behind him. 
I might sprinkle Jared McKinnon anytime touchdown. He screwed me last week. He's going to score this week. So that, that might be my <laughs> touchdown play. Uh, I think I might go T. Higgins. I might go T. Higgins in this one. He's, I think he scored like every single time they've played the Chiefs. I've got one, but I'm saving it for the anytime touchdown parlay. Oh, we're doing one of those. I thought that's what we had what we had to bring. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say we do instead of a parlay this week, we all just agree on a first touchdown. Oh, okay. I kinda like the I'm, I kinda like the anytime parlay too. I mean, let's I, just I do both real quick. Uh I could I mean, let's just let's just do this right now. Anytime touchdown parlay this week. I'll throw T. Higgins in the ring plus one sixty. You're throwing T. Higgins? Okay. I, I'm going to look at the odds real quick. Joe I, Burrow, 5-1. to one. I use McCaffrey one then? I love Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow, 5-1. to one. one, Young Carter? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. McCaffrey. Let's I'll go chalk here. He's minus 130. I'll put All right, this so together wait, so we got, we got a Bengals. We got two Bengals. You got T. Higgins. All right, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, McCaffrey. I kind of like McKinnon. What's his odds at? Let me see. McKinnon's odds are plus 165. Mmm. Do we want to go three in one game? Yeah, no, that's true. But if you think that game's going to be an unders game in the Niners-Eagles, not a bad mm-hmm. not a bad way to go if we think there's going to be a lot of points in the Bengals. Yeah, yeah I don't want to take Jalen Hurts. I feel like that defense is stout. Um, I think my, uh, my gut's telling me McKinnon. Okay. All right. Let me add McKinnon. I have the odds right here for it. Jarek McKinnon plus 165. Oh, T. Higgins is also plus 165. I'm seeing. Yes. Oh, oh, fellas. Oh, fellas. It is plus 8,100. Oh, my God. <laughs> Easy as that. All right. That's, a, that's our anytime touchdown parlay this week for conference championship this week. It is. Jarek McKinnon plus 165, T. Higgins plus 165, Joe Burrow plus 500, and Christian McCaffrey minus 130 plus 8100. $10 wins you $810 on that. That's that's phenomenal. This that is, would just be the ch- first cherry on top of the anytime Sunday. touchdown. Anytime touchdown. And it's plus 8000? 8100. Joe Burrow helps those odds a lot. What what was McCaffrey's anytime touchdown? Minus 130. Oh, okay, I'll say that. Sorry, I heard a plus odds, but there's no way. <laughs> all right, and then we all have to come together. A little kumbaya right now. We have to come together and figure out a first touchdown. And we get only, we're only choosing one, and we ride it. Okay. My number Look, two Andy, was Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. I was going to go with Joe Burrow. I'm down with Joe Burrow. There's there's this legit statistical backing for that. He had 11 carries the last time that he played the Chiefs, 46 yards and a rushing touchdown. 11 Damn, carries. I don't either one. I kind of lean Hurst if we're, t- if we're picking one for What's that game. What's a Burrow first touchdown score, though? What are the odds of that? 2,700. Oh, my. has to be that, right? How does that not hit? How does it not I, hit, though? Well, I could think of about Do 10 we want to go – do we want to – I do we want to go to the Eagles? <laughs> do we want to go to the Eagles 49ers game? Do we want to go like a little, you know, Kyle Youth check? If we have a plus twenty seven hundred in one game, we got to have a first touchdown in the other game because that is like crazy odds, right? Okay, we can we can agree with that. I hit Goddard first touchdown, and I, don't uh, that. I hit it last week, and it, it was spicy. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like De- Devonta Smith might have a big week too. I wouldn't hate that play either. 
What are we Let's thinking? see here. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I kind of lean Elijah Mitchell. Mm. I don't hate 2100. That. I see it. Brandon, I, I'm down with that. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, I like that. All right. So. All right. All right. Our first touchdown plays this week in the Niners Eagles game. We are going with Elijah Mitchell plus 2100. And then the Bengals Chiefs game, we're going with Joe Burrow plus 2700. There we go. That's I, spicy. I love those. Those are spicy right there. What if we just hit the anytime touchdown parlay, both first touchdowns, and we win a gazillion units? And we, then, you know, we could we could pee up a gazillion after this week. I would. I like the sound of a gazillion. I'll put 500 yeah. on the Super Bowl if we do that. podcast promise a gazillion <laughs> units. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that'll do it in the NFL. I mean, I'm so excited for this week. Conference championship week is going to be awesome. It yep. does think we have a two-week break before the Super Bowl, right? Is it two or three? It's two weeks. Two weeks. It's just two, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the new Pro Bowl, though. I think it'll be fun being flag football. I think it's different because nobody was hitting each other anyways. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you, 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 can, you can't go wrong season. there. You want to, like, ram each other? <laughs> or, like, <laughs> like, I don't play with all. Now, when, when are the lines dropping for the Pro Bowl game? No. Any on the look ahead? <laughs> there, there, there. I'm letting you. I'm letting the people know right now. There will be no football show next week. We're gonna do it. We're gonna. We'll be back in two weeks to do our Super Bowl prop show. But before we head out here, we're gonna do Fat Guy Minute here. Ooh. We're doing Fat Guy Minute here. Um, does anybody want to start, or do you want me to start? I can. I can start. I don't okay. know if this is necessarily what we were looking for, but uh, back in 2019, I had gotten up to about 240 pounds. So like that was like clothes weren't fitting. I was like, okay, got to do something here. Went on keto for three months. Stayed on it pretty like seriously. It was October to January. So I took breaks for holidays and uh, I started getting this pain in my stomach one day in January. I had dropped 42 pounds. I mean, it was insane. I was, I looked sick almost and uh, stomach started hurting, ended up going to urgent care. She was like, I, I thought something was legitimately wrong. And appendicitis it could have been kidney stones something serious she's like uh what have your uh dieting habits been i said well i've been on keto she's like oh you have acid reflux and she prescribed me some antacid omeprazole and that was it so it was like one of the most histrionic things that i've ever done i literally had heartburn and i went to urgent care for it (laughs) because i was fat and went on keto that's good that's great that's great uh, I'll go next real quick. Uh, I think everybody saw my fat guy minute this week. 1.7 million people <laughs> saw my fat guy minute this week. Cool. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. I go to the Charlotte Hornets Utah Jazz game. I'm sitting there with Justine, and we're just you know whatever on our phones right before the game starts, watching warmups. And lady comes up and is like, "Hey, I'm with the Charlotte Hornets social media team. Mind if I get a picture of you guys for our social?" I was like, "Sure." And she bent down. Terrible. I knew. I knew. My heart dropped immediately when she went to <laughs> click that camera. I. I just knew immediately. I was like, "That was bad. That was bad. I do not want this posted. <laughs> I do not want this posted. This is going to be a nightmare." And then, sure enough, sure enough, it's like end of the first quarter. I just get all these notifications pop, 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 pop on my phone, just being like, "Dude, you see the Hornets tweeted you?" I'm like, "Oh no, no, no!" And I pulled up. <laughs> exactly what i imagined exactly what i imagined just oh oh brutal angle <laughs> the double chin and everything i it killed me 
killed me. So, I, and then I had to tweet out, "No diet starts tomorrow. No further questions this time." Uh, I did run six miles the day after, and I just thought about that Hornet suite. So, you know, when you have your own sports, you you know, your one of your favorite sports teams tweet out a fat picture of you. I mean that that's a hard wake up call, man. Well, you said 1.7 million views. I mean, 500k were probably you just going back and looking at it during that six miles. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they posted it on Instagram. They put it on their story. It was they everywhere. Put it on Facebook, they put it on Twitter. It was everywhere, everywhere. And everyone, people are texting me from high school, being like, "Oh, dude, I saw you were on the Hornet social media page." I'm like, eh, great, "Yeah, great, great." Now I they're gonna be like, "Man, that corner guy, he really <laughs> fell off since he's for scythe days." Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If they're going to do that, they got to at least tag Carter cast. I mean, come on, or, what are they doing? Or Photoshop it. I mean, just be like, you know what? <laughs> Let's do this guy a favor. I guess they're doing making doing the favors for me. Uh, now, now we're on a diet. You know, water. No more soda here on the podcast. Ugh, very nice. Oh my gosh, I'll go. I'll go next, boys. Um, I mean, basically for me, like fat guy men is every every time I'm on this podcast. My gosh, like just looking back at it, right? <laughs> But no, it was crazy. I was looking back at uh, photos when I was in Guatemala, which was years ago. Just you know, for the people, for the for the listeners, I was there for tears. I had like amoebas and parasites, so I dropped weight like insane amount. Like I dropped so much weight, I was you know vomiting all the time, couldn't keep food down. Looking at those photos, it, I look like a person that could have eaten that person at this point, like in my life. Like it was insane how skinny I was. I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like a completely different human being, right? So crazy to see that. Plus, I don't know if you guys get this. Have you guys ever seen the, the TLC show, My 600 Pound Life? Oh, of course. Yeah, I was, I was, all, I was casted. Oh my god! <laughs> so if you, if you guys, does anyone else watch that and then like all of a sudden not want to eat at all or like want to work yeah. out at that point? Like, so it's, 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 it's one of the most motivating things in the world to see. It's like that you just like see him stuck in bed and you're like, I don't know, I'm not going to eat ever again. I, I can't eat another thing in my entire looks life. Looks like, like me every looks like me every Sunday. Just roll <laughs> on the couch. I. I have a funny story about this. When I was working at a hotel in Idaho, the they were coming to cast my 600-pound life in the in that town, and I talked to all the production people, and I was like, hey, guys, like, do you ever just, like, sit there and just, like, when you're recording these people and just really, like, feel like, what are you doing with your life? They're like, yeah, it's it, it takes a lot out of you, but, you know, the money's good, and they're like, no, it's golly. pretty disgusting. And they would like they were telling me stories like they would have to watch them like shower and like the they said the worst part with this were the smells of the apartments and the houses mm. like they just said it just smelled all the time like just grease fat and bo just awfulness all the time. That's rough. God. Anyhow, well, give me close it out. Yep. Gosh. All right, guys, I got a good one. So. Let's flash back a couple months here. We're going to go to like November, into November, Thanksgiving time. So I go home for, you know, a few days for Thanksgiving, spend some time with the family, whatever. Get some good eats, you know, Thanksgiving food. I was looking forward to it. It was great. I, f- I forget about pumpkin pie every year. And I, and I go home, <laughs> and damn, pumpkin pie is good. So I get my fill of it over those few days. There's leftovers, like, you know, people brought two pumpkin pies to our or Thanksgiving dinner, so we got to take one home, like just stuff like that. I was hooked on it. So I come back to Connecticut. I live by myself right now. I come back to Connecticut. I go to the grocery store. I'm like, all right, time to restock for the next couple weeks. Fresh pumpkin pie on the shelf. I'm like, ooh, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) So I buy one, and I buy a whole thing of Cool Whip, and I just demolish it in like probably a week, a piece a day for a week, you know, whatever. So then you're like, okay, holiday season's over, whatever. Well, then it happened again three weeks later, 
And I was like, man, pumpkin pie sounds pretty good. Got one. And then, <laughs> and then I went to the store again probably five days ago. And sure enough, there was one left in the bakery, one freshly baked pumpkin pie left in the Stop and Shop bakery. And so I got that and walked my fat ass right over to the, the ice cream aisle and got a thing of Cool Whip. And that was my pre-podcast <laughs> snack was a piece of pumpkin pie with Cool Whip in uh, the end of January. So that's my fat guy, man. And I'm addicted to pumpkin pie after after uh, having it at Thanksgiving this past year. And I'm still on it. So, there, <laughs> there we go. So, it is so good, though. It it's so good. good. Oh. So, yeah, there you have oh, it. Oh, man. Fat guy minute gets kind of depressing, though. Well, I'm sitting yeah, here. I'm like, like yeah. I'm Bro, really, I kind of enjoyed it. I'm really living by myself, and three-fourths of that pie is gone. I've had it for three days, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the problem, too, because, like, Connor, what happens when you order a pizza? It, does it all go in one sitting? Do you? Because, no. so for me, as a, as a bigger person, I think reality sets in for most, uh, most, most you know, you know, bigger fellas after your fifth slice. Your fifth slice is when you have mm. that wake-up call. You're like, all right, what are we, what's the game plan here? Like, we're getting to, you know, they're running a box and one on us. Are we just going to run right through and finish all eight slices? Or are we going to sit here and eat like a half one and then heat up the rest later? It's funny. Or are we going to end up – and then, but the problem is then you eat the eat five and six and you're like, well, I'm not just going to have two pieces of the pizza later because I'm going to want more. And That's then you the end off. up overeating the two slices and then you're sitting there regretting life and you're sitting there like, wow, man, like this is who I am now? That's the cutoff is you can't go past <laughs> five pieces or you have to eat the whole thing. Cause then it's like, it's not even mm-hmm. worth saving. Cause then like, all right, I'm going to save this for dinner tonight or lunch tomorrow. You're like, well, two pieces isn't enough. Like five is the cutoff. It's five or it's all eight and you can't go in between. That's, that's big facts. Uh, um, all right. Do you guys have anything else? We'll wrap up here. Now I kind of want pizza. So I might go get one after this. <laughs> You're in the pizza capital of the world nearby. I am. I'm flying out of new Haven again in a few weeks. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pick some up at Sally's. But all right, thank you guys. Thank you for joining. Uh, make sure to check out CarterCast.com. Make sure to follow us on TikTok and uh, subscribe to the YouTube, please. And then like all the videos and everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening this football season. We're going to be back in two weeks. Super Bowl props show. It's going to be awesome. Awesome stuff. We're going to go heads, tails. And you know what? This year, I'm not going to put 10 units on the coin toss again. We're not doing that again. I did that last year. Billy Jean King, dead to me. Absolutely dead to me. One of my favorite rants of all time, by the way. J- Billie Jean King, dead. I'm done. No, I, I'm I'm done with you. I love w- women's tennis as much as the next guy, but not Billie Jean King. No, not about it. Anyhow, uh, we'll be back with that. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all at the uh, Super Bowl prop show. Oh, and also. Bonus episode coming this week with Connor and I, special guest coming on. You'll see that out Friday morning. Friday morning, you'll see very special guest coming on the show. We're going to talk basketball with him, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.